Hello, friends, and welcome to another 11 p.m. nightcap. Hope you're all doing well. Uh, so far, we've got Thermite in here saying hello. He's mainly just going to listen. Uh, he's playing some old-school RuneScape. I'm playing some Killing Floor. This man, the coordination to be able to play both an old-school role-playing game and Killing Floor at the same time. Dude is just an absolute maestro when it comes to the gaming. Uh, we also have Black Cat's Poppy stopping in with a wave. So we have a a show ready for you all today. Uh, unexpected content has come my way. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Uh, once again, I'm putting my life on the line. For you, my lovely family of viewers. Um, <laughs> trust me, you can't wait. Um, but before we get to that, we have uh, a new bottle of something delicious today. This is some Butcher's Cut uh, bourbon from uh, here in Detroit. This comes from the Detroit City Distillery. Butcher's Cut Straight Bourbon Whiskey Reserve. This is uh, a small batch spirit. This is 100 proof, made in Eastern Market, Detroit. So let's go ahead and read the back. A seamless spirit from a storied past. My grandfather lost his finger making a whiskey barrel. He traded his motorcycle to bootleggers for a rifle, and after World War II, he began his career as a butcher in Detroit's Eastern Market, next to the slaughterhouse that I transformed into our distillery. To honor his life and legacy, I created Butcher's Cut Bourbon using the finest cuts of corn, rye, and roasted barley that are all barrel-aged with hand-smoked Michigan northern oak. The result is a bourbon that is timeless and true with exceptional character just like the man that inspired it. Master Distiller John P. Jerome. Uh, so this is aged for two years. This is batch number 55, bottle 192. So let's go ahead and cut the seal on this bottle. Let's open that up like such. Black Cat says, yummy. Yeah, this, uh, I have a feeling this is going to be spectacular stuff. I don't think I've actually, I don't think I've had this particular, um, spirit before, but let's get a little bit of some whiskey ASMR for King Dinosaur. Let's get that good old cork action. Oh, good, good. Oh, man, you can smell that corn. Now, this is a little historic for a few reasons. Because this is going to be the last week of normal nightcaps for a little while. Um, because this coming week here is the last week that I'm here. And the following week is going to be me in transit. So, we are not going to have regular nightcaps the following week. So, I imagine I'll do... Eh, maybe I'll do some gaming this weekend, but that'll be the last one regular. Past that, I won't be able to guarantee any schedule. Uh, 
So what I would recommend you do is put your notifications on. When it goes live, I'm live. And that's all I can promise until I arrive at my new home. And then once we arrive there, we'll try to get back uh, on some sort of regular schedule. Okay. So let's go ahead and cheers to all of you out there, my lovely friends. Wow, it's very warm. Real bold flavor with that. Um, Very tasty. Very tasty stuff. Um, Wow. Yeah, yeah, you can feel that warmth coming down. If you have a chance to pick yourself up some of this, I really would, uh, I'd really recommend you do so. Uh, Black Cat wishing me some good luck and congratulations. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. This weekend um, was a mix of whirlwind and relax. Uh, relax was yesterday. It was kind of nice. I finally had a chance. Uh, you know, I was going to pack and do some wrap, wrapping some stuff. I didn't know that. I slept in. I needed my sleep. I watched some movies. I went and got a light workout in. And I played some video games. We did do some game streaming, which I think a lot of people were surprised to see. And that was that. And then today was uh, multiple gatherings and engagements with friends and likewise. So again, I'm a little tired. Um, This week is going to be crazy. I've got all sorts of busy with work, last minute goodbyes. And of course, packing and making final preparations. So, um, yeah, this is crazy. This is crazy for me. This is it. This is the last week. Now, granted, I have a couple of days the following week where I'm still here right before I leave. But I feel like it kind of doesn't count because that's like week of goodbye. Goodbye. Leaving my home. So this uh, this is incredible. Don't let my stony exterior betray my inner panic, as it were. (laughs) Um, The second half of the show today is going to be inspired by a consequence of a show we did earlier this week. And by the way, I have a couple of uh, podcast episodes I've got to touch up. I apologize for that. Uh, They got away from me in the busy, like I had a lot of times during this past week where on my lunch break I was calling doctor's offices making appointments and doing all that sort of stuff and uh I forgot to forgot to stitch them together and push them out there so you'll see several of them all come out in rapid succession and then this episode hopefully for the person who is responsible for the aforementioned but later coming content we'll hear this episode and go Wow, that guy's nuts. <laughs> I'm sure they probably already know that. Because I've known him for a long time. <laughs> but how are all the rest of you doing? I hope you were all doing well. I hope your weekend was nice. I did see some of you uh, last night. We were playing some Division 2. But I hope you're all doing well. hope your weekend was, was uh, relaxing, hopefully. Were you up to anything fun? I say for me, it's... Uh, and, and like today, my allergies are going uh, 
crazy, you know. Uh, Avenging Pineapple says, hello, but I have to say I tend to disagree. Uh, Avenging Pineapple, I'm assuming you're disagreeing with the part about being being crazy. <laughs> um, or is it something, maybe you hate this whiskey, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> mm. Wow, is that good stuff. And you can taste that spiciness of the oak. Very, very smooth. Avenging Pineapple, what were you up to this weekend? Hope you had a nice weekend. Hope you are ready to tackle this upcoming week with a plumb. Um, as you probably can tell, um, given that, you know, it's weird. I, you know, I tested negative for COVID, so I didn't have COVID. The cold I had has gone away, but I think now it's a combination of allergies and whatever, but you can still, I still have the Which uh, I did do a rendition of uh, Crash Test Dummies, mm-mm-mm, but Black Cat's version uh, yesterday. So if you want to hear that, you're going to have to go paw through my Division Two playthrough to find it. Um, Black Cat did, did tourist stuff today. Normally, Coloradoans don't go to certain places to avoid crowds. Interesting. Uh... Avenging Pineapple was collecting bee meat. It was raised on the meat of bees. To this day, I still harvest it. Is that like... I can't tell if you're making a, a honey joke, because I love honey, or if you're actually talking about harvesting actual meat from bees. Which The, the, uh, the milkweed in the flowers that I painted along my fence... They are full with such a heavy, happy droning of bees. It makes me so happy. Uh, just big, fat, happy bumblebees um, and butterflies. Uh, so I would urge you, if you have spots on your property, plant some milkweeds. Uh, let some of that stuff grow. Both the uh, milkweeds themselves is food for monarch butterflies, but the flowers uh, are highly popular with the bumblebees. Uh, just big, fat, happy bees who just want to harvest their pollen and make delicious honey. King Dinosaur's allergies knocked him on his ass. He's rendered him useless this weekend. And it's still hot, uh, horribly hot there, according to Black Cat, uh, because King Dinosaur replies that, yes, it was 95 today. It is ready today. Don't do that. It'll cool off soon. Hopefully. Maybe. <laughs> I feel like I'm reading this name, Avenging Pineapple, and it's just conjuring, like, images in my head of some, like, The Tick-style comic book with, like, a large pineapple man. And, uh, you know, he's avenging something. Whatever it is. But he's avenging something. It's 50 degrees there today. Yikes. Yes, yeah, so Chemical Dreams. The uh, episode is titled Licky. You are going to 
uh, see and understand why it's titled Licky very soon, uh, coming in the second half of the episode. It's preposterous. It's absolutely preposterous. I imagine you all are going to be dying laughing when you see uh, what it is and what I'm going to do. So you don't want to miss the second half of this. <laughs> Avenger Pineapple says, when I drive in the country, I often see rows of wood bee boxes. There are millions of bees in each bee box, and I always eat my fill of bee meat. Bee meat. It's nice of farmers to leave the bee boxes on the field so people can get bee meat. What about sea meat? Is that fish? Uh, it's good. Up in the high altitude, the booze hits you hard up here and you're not acclimated. Woo! I mean... Yeah. But also, I think it also depends on your proof. Um, and the fact that if you're like me and you drink uh, a glass of whiskey... Um, five nights a week, you licky tongue. No, it's not, it's not Pokemon. It's better than Pokemon. It's a uh, polka goyle. No, that sounds bad. I don't, I don't like that. Avenging pineapple. I know you said earlier when you were collecting bee meat that you were raised on the meat of bees. Actually, is it a vin... Oh, for a minute I was like, is that different? Avenging pineapple. Um, what else did I... What else happened this weekend? Yeah, I mean... I imagine you probably don't. There aren't... I don't think... <laughs> there aren't a whole lot of people I think that is... Have as prolific a schedule... For that sort of nonsense as I do, which, um, again, I'll talk a little bit in the second half of the episode because it ties back to a thing that I have right over there. Um, it's ridiculous. But um, otherwise, uh, this week, so I have a special project that I'm discussing with another streamer and friend. It's a little bit of a secret project, so I can't give you too many details, but I think if it gets off the ground, uh, I will probably be a little bit of, I want to say barker, because I like the word bark. I don't like dogs barking, but I like the word barker. But I may actually participate in said project. Uh, I know that sounds very cryptic. But I don't want to give away too many details and ruin the surprise. So as always, uh, a million things in the air, a million projects, a million things to do. And all I want to do is go fucking smoke cigars and go to sleep. <laughs> Such is life. Or like a uh, thermite, play two games at once. <laughs> um... Another interesting thing that I saw this weekend, um, there was a movie that currently is playing on Hulu called The Cursed, and 
I didn't realize that was partially shot uh, here in Michigan. That was shot in uh, Northport, Michigan. Uh, that has also now been released on Netflix. So if you have either Hulu or Netflix, that movie should be available to you. Um, fun little witchy curse horror flick. Uh, some good special effects. Some fantastic production. Uh, good music, good sound design. Um, it was just enjoyable. Uh, it wasn't anything, I'll say like, oh, earth shattering. But it was just good. It was just good. It was an enjoyable watch. And uh, I commented about that online. And as it turns out, uh, one of the writers and directors was like, hey, glad you enjoyed it. So it's always kind of cool to see uh, people involved, you know, especially in some of these smaller productions who are still out there uh, looking to talk to people who are enjoying their uh, enjoying their creative efforts. Um and so that was kind of cool. That was uh, made by two, uh, made by the Pierce brothers, if I recall. Um, and that movie came out recently. I think that came out. It might have been. It might have been twenty, twenty nineteen, I think, or twenty twenty. But it's fairly recent. Um, it was fun. If you like. Just good old-fashioned classic horror flicks. I think you'd enjoy it. Um, I would check it out. The um, the thing I liked about that movie the most, and it's weird because going and reading through some of the reviews, uh, some of the criticism was levied at the, I guess I'll say the, the teenage actors because it, the story primar- primarily revolves uh, around this teenage boy uh, and this girl that he meets um, working uh, like a harbor, like a harbor house. Uh, but I actually, for my own opinion, I kind of disagreed with some of that because I actually found it to be fairly realistic in that it wasn't so drummed up um they didn't seem annoyingly teenagery um they walked the good line of being the trope of teenagers but not too much um a little bit of some uh like if you liked for example fright night there's a little bit of some of the Fright Night-esque uh, sort of themes with a neighbor and, and that sort of thing. I don't want to spoil it and give it too much away because, honestly, I thought it was kind of a nice uh, little story. Um, so, yeah, that was The Cursed, and that is available both on Hulu and Netflix. So I would recommend you check that out. <clears throat> Cheers. In the meantime, let's start, let's start the ridiculousness. Let's start getting into the ridiculous portion of the show. So part of this weekend was having a going away party with a bunch of old friends of mine. 
So we all got together at um, a brewery that's kind of like in between everybody. Uh, so we all went up there this afternoon. It was great to see everybody. Um, I think that was one of the first times I've seen all of those people kind of together in a very long time. I think probably it was, might have been 2018. Um, so it was nice to see everybody. Uh, obviously, everybody was curious about the move and all that sort of stuff. So there's a lot of that conversation. <clears throat> and I got a couple of small gifts, which are always wonderful and appreciated. And one of the small gifts that I got, and I know I'm keeping you in suspense here, but you'll have to wait just a little bit longer. One of the gifts that I got was because, uh, as some of the folks, uh, was a, a, it's a couple, and they were driving and listening to the podcast. Uh, I think one of them mentioned, oh yeah, he's like a podcast. Like what? So they were listening to it in the car and there was a story that I told that inspired a little bit of a going away party gift. And, and, um, when she gave it to me, she's like, I hope you get the joke. And of course, immediately I got the joke. Unfortunately for me, that means putting myself through another preposterous scenario, but fortunately for you, that means uh, ridiculous entertainment. <laughs> so I tell you what, even though it's only 25 minutes into the show, let's go ahead and do the podcast break now, because I'm sure you are all chomping at the bit to know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. So podcast listeners, let's take your break and we'll be right back. So, here's what we got to do. And I have this little uh, nicotine pouch in my mouth that I'm going to have to get rid of. And the reason why I have to get rid of it is because we are about to do a taste test. And I know how popular and fun it is for you all to see me eat stuff on stream. And you're probably wondering, hmm, what exactly is he going to be eating this time? Well, the episode that they listened to was the episode where I talked about uh, my sister having guinea pigs and me licking the salt lick. So what I got is a variety pack. I'm going to change this light. Is a variety pack of guinea pig animal salt savers. Mmm. But I know, you, I know you're making a throw-up face, but look it. We have several delicious flavors. Scrumptious corn, appetizing apple, savory celery, and crispy carrot. Look at that. Flavored salt licks. Uh, I'm sure that would entice your adorable uh, squealing little guinea pig. Um, 
I was like, okay, well, you give me a gift. I got to try it. Uh, so this is for uh, rabbits, guinea pigs, hamsters, gerbils, rats, and chinchillas. I always wanted to snuggle and pet with a chinchilla. Um, cause they're like, they look like a, they look like an actual Pokemon. Like you can't tell me that Pikachu wasn't inspired by a chinchilla. It looks exactly like it. It's like a hamster, rabbit, squirrel, cat. <laughs> uh, but this is by the KT brand. And, uh, here we go. <clears throat> Delicious flavor. Uh, wait, delicious flavors that pets will savor. Your furry friends can finally taste the minerals they naturally crave. Give your pet a variety of taste sensations with four gourmet flavors. Scrumptious corn, appetizing apple, savory celery, and crispy carrot. Colorful, long-lasting salt chews. Perfect size and shape for critters to lick and chew. <laughs> A playful source of minerals, and it fits on the KT Kabob dispenser. <laughs> um, yeah, you just put this on here, and your animals are, like, delicious. Now, here's what I find sort of funny about this, though. Okay. You're reading the ingredients. The ingredients aren't really anything terrible, to be honest. But here's what I find, here's what's sort of funny to me, okay? So my group of friends being the group of friends that we are, of course, we started to dissect this in sort of a scientific slash, well, fashion. And here's the thing. You read the, you read the analysis on the back, okay? Guaranteed analysis. Minimum, uh, minimum maximum calcium. 0.4 to 0.45, salts, uh, magnesium, iron, copper, manganese, sulfur, zinc, iodine, and cobalt. And I said, now you know what's funny about this is if you go and you look at like REI and you look at some of these like camping, survival, whatever stores, they sell these tablets that are like electrolyte tablets. And I'm like... I bet you more or less it's the same shit that's in your pet salt lick. <laughs> Black Cat says, can you grind it up and put it on popcorn? I mean, you could. I think maybe like the savory celery would be good on the popcorn. You'd have like a celery, uh, you have like a celery corn. So let, let's dig in. Uh, what flavor should I try first? So again, we have corn, apple, celery, and carrot. Which flavor should I try first? So I'm going to carefully, using my little customized knife here, going to carefully open this package. But I'm going to, let's see. Do the worst first, carrot. All right, so we're going to go with the carrot first. So let's open this up here near the bottom, taking care not to cut myself.
think I'm just gonna have to open this little plastic thing like this all the way. There we go. That's a little better. Save the corn for last as a reward. All right. Okay, I gotta continue. They package this pretty well. They're probably like your little critters will know that they have a delicious salt treat. Okay, we got this open a little bit further here. All right, so here we go. Here's the carrot. So you can see that's kind of an orange. So <clears throat> here's the taste review of the carrot salt lick. Do you want some ASMR? To be honest, I'm not tasting a ton of carrot. That's definitely salty. Now I kind of wish I had like a little guinea pig that I could watch chew at this because I bet it's adorable. You know, they. And then their little tongue. Imagine wearing these as earrings and all the farm animals lick you crazy. I mean, you could go a step further than that. You get them as nipple piercings and a... Meow the cat says, uh, and I have awoken, slowly starting my day, my mouth, wait, my month by visiting and wishing you a chill stream, sad about last month, but well, uh, fuck it, gonna leave last month's terms for last month and start this month's dress with this month. Well, Meow the Cat, maybe what you need is a delicious animal salt lick to lick a little bit. I'm going to be honest. As somebody who loves salt, I kind of love it. <laughs> I taste no carrot whatsoever. I'm afraid to bite it because I'd probably break all my teeth. It's definitely salty. You hope they really taste different? I mean, it might just be that because I'm not an actual little animal and I'm not, like, biting a large chunk off. But, like, seriously, you could have, hmm, you could have, like, a, you could have this on like a necklace and you could use it like camping or backpacking and be like, well, now I'm just going to bring water. And if I feel like I'm depleting my salts, let's have a nice little salt lick. So. Yeah, I'm not getting a lot of carrot. Crispy carrot is, uh. In that regard, slightly let me down. I, I'm only tasting salty. Um, oh my god, I don't want moose to chase me. That's devastating. King Dinosaur says, I have a bad feeling they can call them any flavor because they don't expect the pet owners to be licking them. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? I mean, look, if you're going to give this to your loved pet, your beloved pet, don't you want to make sure that they're getting... A delicious flavor 
you know, if you got like liver and onion Limburger dog treats, you better eat a couple of them. Because how do you know? It's really not just generic yuck flavor. You got you should be trying that stuff. So I think the next flavor so we got three choices. We're gonna save corn for last. So we can do apple or celery. What uh, what choice should we go with for our second flavor taste test, dear chat? Did you see this guy? He ate animal salt licks on stream. Yeah, no, I also wiped hot sauce in my eye and done all sorts of other ridiculous stuff. So at this point, funny that I mentioned that. Someone else choose. Uh, Meow the cat. What flavor of salt lick do you want me to eat? You could do apple or celery. Or thermite. You can pick. Celery. Yes, celery does have a flavor, though. It tastes like celery. Your <laughs> thermite's brother does that every time he gets a different brand of dog food. For his Good for your brother. Good for your brother. Your brother is making sure that that dog is getting high-quality flavors. I applaud him. I applaud him. Absolutely, you should be testing it. All right, I don't want to wait too long, so I'm going to dig into uh, apple. No, wait a minute, I lied. I'm going to go with celery next. Uh, number one, celery salt is delicious. The magic, ingre- the magic ingredient in a lot of all-flavor seasonings is celery salt. So here's the celery that's a nice green beautiful green texture. You like the taste of liquid flax oil? Maybe you should pour it over a salt lick. So here's celery. Let's I gotta be honest, I'm detecting zero discernible taste difference in these. I think this is total horseshit. If I look at the ingredients on the back. Natural and artificial flavors. I mean, they say there's flavors in here. Maybe I just don't have a guinea pig level palate to be able to taste the celery. Actually, there I think I might be getting a little bit of celery. Yeah. Honestly, when my mouth was... Remember earlier this week when I said my mouth was drying out? Maybe this was the key. I should have just... Young Street says, It's the Liberty guy! Liberty, 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 Liberty... Young Street, you've come in at a bizarre episode where today uh, one of my friends slash listeners has sent me a package of flavored animal salt licks. So some savory flavors uh, because 
I, when I was little, licked my sister's guinea pig salt lick. So they got this uh, for me as a gift. And who am I to turn away a storied gift? So I had to try this to see if the flavors were accurate. Um, yes, uh, Black Cat, I also prepared myself for this and had some nice and salty uh, Chinese food for dinner. So I'm pretty much going to have to just do a full liquid flush. Uh, but yes, salt licks. And so we tried the crispy carrot. I didn't really detect a whole lot of carrot flavor. But now trying the celery... I'm getting a faint flavor of celery. A little bit. A little bit. I was disappointed with the carrot. Because I figured that would be a, a, a disgusting old carrot taste. And I really didn't taste much carrot. I think what I'm going to do... I'm probably not going to do this, but I wish I could do this. If I had more time... I would write a letter to this company and include this episode and tell them, look, I tried these various flavors. You guys really got to step up your flavor game, okay? Like, I would imagine the animal's sense of taste and smell is greater than mine, sure. But on the same token, uh, for as much as you guys have vibrant color in here, you really do not your the your flavors are not nearly pronounced enough. No, I'm not getting red in the face. It's just the camera. The camera doesn't like it when I start switching all the um wonder if I do that's probably not gonna help. It's just the uh I mean it's like if I try to white balance or whatever. It's like let's see if I go back to the red and the purple and the it's just the it's the color balance on this fucking thing. Cigar Goyle Salt Lick pre-orders. Oh, they taste like ashes. Mmm. No, see if I here you go. Like if I lean back, that's like more the actual color. See this crappy skin. <clears throat> Lighting in here is not the best. I could turn this up. Maybe that. Let's see. Nah. Nah. If I move this down. Nah, I'm just going to leave this alone. Okay. We're going to move on to apple. Let's do a little bit of a palate cleanser with some bourbon. Mmm. I got to say, having licked these salt licks... It really has made the flavors in this bourbon pop. So if you're looking to do a bourbon tasting, I think what you should probably do is keep a little uh, pet salt lick like in your pocket, I mean, like your, your sports coat, so that when you go out to do a, a bourbon tasting, you're like, oh, I can taste the notes of the... Having licked the lick. Okay, so now we're on to Apple. Now, this apple-looking one, this is the color, basically, of the one that I licked when I was little. And my child brain could not understand that that was salt. Because it doesn't look like salt. 
Salt is a white crystalline looking thing. That's like a rock. This just looks like a rock. I was a dumb little kid. I occasionally put a rock in my mouth. That's not, that's not salt. No, it is salt. So let's try this uh, appetizing apple. All right, the apple has a pronounced flavor. You can definitely tell the flavor difference between this salt lick and the other ones. Hmm, I put racks in my mouth. <laughs> I put racks in my mouth, too. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, for the most part, we all did. But this has a flavor. The apple has a flavor. And King Nicer said, uh, says it's going to be really disappointed if it doesn't didn't taste like apple. Obviously, the overwhelming flavor is salt. But this has an apple taste. Do you guys remember the episode when Cigar Girl ate a bunch of salt licks on stream? Nah. Mm. So far, apple is the best. Apple is the best flavor. If you have a chinchilla or guinea pig or rabbit um, or what else? A hamster or rat. A weirdo bald man. Uh, I would say if you're looking to get them the best tasting salt lick, I would definitely go with this apple. A salty apple sounds terrible? Dude, try it. Get an apple, slice off a little slice, put some salt, and try it. I love salt so much, salty anything is almost fine to me. Definitely an apple taste. I'm going to go back and try the carrot again. See, I don't taste carrot. It has a it has a different flavor to it, but nothing that I could identify as a carrot. Like if you blindfold me and you said, what's that taste? I'd go salt. If we do the celery... Again, the celery one just kind of tastes like salt. Now, there's a little bit of a hint. Now that I'm becoming a pro with this, there is a little bit of a different flavor to the celery one than the carrot one. <clears throat> but it's not really identifiable. It's just like, it just tastes slightly different. Your parents put salt on everything? Get them a couple of salicks, bro! Get them some fucking salt licks. If your parents are into salt, just give them a couple of salt. And then, then they can use it as a romantic thing. Hey, honey, do you want to get out the salt lick tonight?
the lengths that I go through to entertain you people. You realize this show's fucking free, right? <laughs> All right. That's definitely a salty. Now, you know I love corn, and you know uh, I'm a big fan of all things corn. I've sang the Corn Man song. I've had corn ice cream, corn jelly, uh, creamed corn, corn the cut. I love corn. Um, I still feel like probably Rambo Rachel, still the corn queen. But I like to feel that I have a good handle on my corn. So I have real high hopes for this yellow one. Now this thing just looks like flat up candy. I mean, this just looks like a large, I don't know, Necco wafer. Oh, imagine if they made Necco wafers that were this size. You just get instant diabetes as opposed to instant high blood pressure. Perhaps they're effective birth control. Well, I imagine they are. If you were... If you were about to blow your load and you stuck your little penis hole right up to the, if you stuck it right up to this and you passed your little spermers through there, there's no way they're going to survive. They would just be burnt to a crisp. So maybe this is a natural alternative. I mean, I don't know as a girl if you necessarily want to put this up there. I feel like that's going to feel really uncomfortable, not only because you'd feel like you'd have a chunk of rock in you, but I imagine that's going to be very uncomfortable. But uh, if you had nothing else, I'm just saying. All right, let's go for the final taste test. This is the corn. You could sell them in hippie tourist towns. Dude, let's make a business out of it. I swear to God, let's do it. I'm all in. I'm all in. You could use this as a, you could use this, this could be like a snake oil thing. It's birth control. Also, if you wet your underarms and you wet the salt lick and you rub it under your underarms, it'll prevent a lot of odors. You could use it in foods. You could use it when you're raising your rodents to eat out on your hippie commune when you're starving to death. Uh, what else could you use this for? God, uh... You could probably use it in some weird hippie magic ritual fucking thing, whatever the fuck you people do. Um, thousands of uses. I know I only gave you like four, but I imagine there's thousands. I'll have to think on the rest of them. Uh, but let's go ahead and do corn. Here's delicious corn. No, wait, scrumptious corn, sorry. Uh, come on, corn. I have high hopes for this. I'm not getting a lot of corn flavor. It's disappointing.
there's a bit of a, uh, again, there's a bit of a different, like you can tell there's something in it because it's different than the celery and the carrot. But, uh, oh, I know what we could do. Do you want to, uh, do you want to do some salt lick ASMR? We can give you those tapping sounds you've been craving. Do you like this? Thank God nobody's watching this. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow, it's a lot of salt. I don't think I, can, I don't think I can eat any more of that. Skin treatment? Yeah. Oh, yeah, salt salt scrub? A nice salt scrub? The corn tastes weird. <laughs> Young Street says, this is horrifying. Great job. Yeah, well, uh, you never know what you're going to get on this fucking show. Uh, belt, melt the wax in my ears. Oh, that might be a great use for it. Uh, use it to just as a nice ear flush. My mustache is probably going to fall out now. All of a sudden, you see all the hair just... <clears throat> well, I got to say, um, your pet will probably enjoy those, uh, especially for their salts. I don't really think uh, they're going to be enticed so much by the flavors. I plan on having some stern communication with this company. There is a um, there is a customer service number on the back, so I'm gonna have to call them and express my displeasure that the the description of the sumptuous corn, savory and crispy. Like, come on, guys, have you even tried these? Have you even tried these? Like, I tried them on stream. You don't believe me? I'll send you the fucking VOD. But I'm telling you, the only one that you can really taste a flavor flavor to is the apple. Let's try let's try another little taste uh, of apple. Yeah, you can taste you can taste a little bit of weird apple. And I say weird apple cuz it truly just tastes like generic apple flavor. Call them on the air. Uh maybe I'll do that tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, they won't be open, but I could certainly leave them a message. Actually, what I should do, I should call them during the day while they're open and record that conversation 
and uh, and then I can just play it back for you guys. Because I feel like what I really want to do is I really want to talk to somebody in customer service. I mean, what if you were grooming your animal to be part of some circus sideshow, and it's supposed to you're supposed to give it a food, and then it's going to tap its paw on a thing, and I'm supposed to train him with these? He's not gonna. He's gonna learn wrong. He's. Not, I'm not gonna be able to give him any flavor context cues. He's gonna get confused. Okay. He's nervous enough already having to perform. So don't sell these and advertise such a burst of flavor, because I tried them. You could put a drop of a tablet, in. Oh, and you put it in your soup. Just put the whole thing in the soup. Just call it, just call it soap, salt soup. I wonder if you, like, boiled these down and you, you know, maybe here's the other thing, okay? Do you guys, do I need to revisit this? Should I take, like, a hammer and break these open and, like, break it into a bunch of pieces? Maybe part of the problem is that I'm just not getting enough of the flavonoid from the exterior surface of the salt lick. Maybe I need to get some more core material. This is the problem. Yeah, it might be fresher in there. There could be a fresher, more pronounced flavor. <clears throat> Maybe I should call him and ask him, hey, are you supposed to like break these open? Because I was trying them and I wasn't getting a whole lot of flavor, to be honest. Try a hammer. All right. I'm going to have to try that. Oh, Jesus, I can't even eat this thing. My mouth is like on fire now. My mouth is... And when, like, oh! As a sore throat cure? Just lean your head back and let the salt lick roll back into the back of your throat. And just let it rust there removes the annoying discomfort of having to gargle. Uh, it's more economical. You waste less salt. And also you get a, you get a flavorful treat. Black Hat, you and I got this. We're going to make, we're going to make tens of dollars. It may kill parasites and, and everything else, too, to be honest. And everything else. I feel like if you kill the host, the parasites also die. So, technically, that would be true. Technically, that would be true. Uh, Alright, so this is another descent into pseudo-madness uh, on our lovely show. Thank you so much to Avenging Pineapple and Young Street, the two new viewers that stopped by and participated in the chat. Very good to see you. Uh, Young Street, I hope you realize now why Dr. Perry and I are such good friends because he's about the only other dude I know on here who's possibly as crazy as me. Uh, and also thanks to Black Cat's Poppy, King Dinosaur, who is Thermite, uh, Chemical Dreams, and Meow the Cat for all stopping in. I really do appreciate that, and it's always fun uh, to see you guys stop by in the chat. No, wait, that wasn't Alchemical Dreams, was it? No, that was the that was Avenging Pineapple. Alchemical Dreams didn't show up. Fuck him. <laughs> but good night, folks. 
let's go ahead and raid on over to one of our lovely salty friends. As we say at the end of all these episodes, stay safe, keep the faith, and all that good shit. And we will see you again tomorrow for another 11 p.m. Nightcap.